I said, because you kept going. You kept shouting. You kept praising me. You kept believing what I said. And at every stage of breakthrough, I'll start rejoicing. Say, no, 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 no. You haven't, you haven't started yet. What is to come is greater. So why am I shouting now? I'm not shouting for you 300 people. I'm shouting for the multiple thousands. Nations that will be saved in one day. As I come to the national stadium and pick up my mind and start saying, Hallelujah! what am I supposed to do okay sit down maybe I get my bearing <laughs> glory to God hallelujah you and I were together we are carrying the same promise I'm just showing you how to get your own it's all of us that God said I had not seen weren't you here when he said it Okay, so why aren't you shouting? Shout like I had not seen. Shout like you had not heard. Shout like what God is about to do. You have a promise. You have a reason. Nobody should be motivating you to shout. If you receive it and you, you are pregnant by it. That's where your shout is coming from. I know where I'm going. I know what my future is. I know the miracles line up for me. I know my body's healed. I know every crooked path is made straight. Hallelujah. show you how frustrating that time was I kept going until I gave up I said I can't do this anymore that plane was so tiny so light I couldn't do anything with it and then you find yourself agreeing with the enemy yeah I'm too old for this this is something you should be doing when you are 17 so I went home and quit trying to fly for four months. And one day, hallelujah, the Lord himself went to the instructor. I didn't know that that colonel, retired colonel from the army that was training me. Now he got a job at Epps Flight School in those days and became the assistant chief flight instructor. And he called me up. He said, Chica, you need to come on over here. These employees are bigger. Bigger for us was four seats. <laughs> they were handled better. I believe you can manage this better. And I went over there. In one month, I got my private pilot license. It was like magic. Everything worked. 
And I went straight into the commercial program for the next two years. Huh? And God did something. I don't believe it has been done since. The commercial exam takes two days. You can do it in one day, naturally. And God said to me, I said, testament to my glory. Insist that you will do it in one day. The school themselves said, we don't know how that can be done. I went to this examiner, mm -mm. I went to this one. Mm. I came back to God. I said, Lord, that saying is not possible. And I went back to the flight chief. He listened to me. He said, I know how you can get it done. I'll do it. The exam started at 8.20 in the morning and went nonstop till 6.20 in the evening. Even before I got to the phone to call the pastor to tell him that I had passed. No, the school called him. <laughs> huh? I called him. He said, oh no, they have already called me. He said, congratulations. They gave me a 30-minute lunch, but I worked through the lunch. There was no time to eat. Non-stop. Calculated. Six to six. Isn't it 12 hours? Hallelujah. Then it started at 8.20 to 6. So that should be what? 10 hours. Non-stop. And they were driving me. But because that's what God wanted, he gave me the grace. <laughs> Glory. You have to demonstrate competency in all those maneuvers. Uh, okay. I, I see where I'm going. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> yeah. You have to do the visual maneuvers. You have to do the ins instrumentation. Then you have to do the emergencies. Hallelujah. And then finally, you have to do complex airplanes. Complex airplane, the one with retractable gear, constant speed props, and all those kinds of things. You have to know all those things. And, and on and on. And finally, I was smiling because I know, ooh, this thing has worked. Amen. We hit every requirement in the syllabus. And, and Chief Rogers looked at me and said, Chica, you have done well. I say the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. To show you the depth of the grace and the training God gave me. I hadn't flown in 21 years. And I went out to fly with uh, Brother Brian. As soon as I took off, he said, wait a minute. I think you are faking. He said, you must have a simulator in the basement somewhere. I said, no, Brian, because when I learned it, I learned it. It went in. Everything was coming back to me. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Hallelujah. I've preached, or preached away the communion time. Hey, you, you can receive the bread and the wine right about now. Your faith should be up. Stirred up. There should be fire in your gut. <laughs> 
I had not seen. I'm going to praise out whatever my eyes can see. I'm going to shout out what my ears have heard. I told you you are first generation curse breakers. Your family will no longer remain the same. When you get your breakthrough, you're going to go back into your demon-possessed families and command every devil out, out, out. The Son of God is here now. verse 13 and behold two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus which was, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs <clears throat> a few miles, eight miles I think and they talked together of all these things which had happened and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk? And are sad. You're going to see in this text briefly what I just told you. I said, you and I were sitting here. And he said, I had not seen. Amen. He had not heard. Neither have entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared. You say he has prepared them yes. for those that love him. Yes. But you didn't leave believing, shouting, expecting those things. You will see in this text how all the testimonies of Jesus' resurrection came to these guys. Amen. But he didn't change anything. Amen. You should have a determination in your heart that you must escort every devil of unbelief out of your heart today. Amen. Every feeling. Every doubt. You can't keep tolerating this. Because that's what's keeping you from your breakthrough. I want you to listen to this, guys, so you can see what trauma does, disappointment does. Listen to them. Jesus said they were walking and they were sad. They were sad. Yeah. But listen. And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, I told you about Cleopas, answering said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And has not known the things which are come to pass there in these days. And he said unto them, what things? The Lord is their master. He just keeps asking you questions. Amen. What things? And they said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. 
And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yeah, and certain women also of her company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. <laughs> and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. What are, were they telling Jesus? We heard all these things, but we don't believe Amen. any of it. Amen. We are still where we were. You, you, you don't know. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to show you your depth of unbelief that keeps warring against you, being able to shout alone. Amen. Amen. So because this, okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's amazing. These things are important to him. Okay, thank you. I, I give you praise. Anoint me now. Grant me grace to articulate your wisdom. Let me prophesy and, and drive demons out of every crevice. Hallelujah. May every heart be energized and strengthened to believe and to receive. In Jesus' name. Watch. How can you be at Resurrection House of All Nations? And all this glory and all this word keeps coming forth. But then your level of unbelief is still intact. How can I make such a statement? As soon as any little thing happens, you act like God hadn't answered any prayer. Watch. Jesus told them, you can go and count at least four times. We're going up to Jerusalem. They're going to hand me over to the Gentiles. They're going to crucify me. And on the third day, I will rise from the dead. Ooh. Think about how many things you have heard that way. All right, let's, let's bring it even closer. How many of you have gone back and watched the YouTube video of a service you attended? And then you are sitting there, wait, wait a minute. Wasn't I there? I didn't hear that in church. Come on, how many of you see? You see how you can be somewhere and, and things are happening. And the enemy creates distractions. The, the child cries or somebody unwraps a candy and you get mad at them for unwrapping the candy. But meanwhile, I have already released two and three bullets. And by the time the service is over, you have enough distractions. Some of these guys go and sit in the back. And then, you know, the, the, the music is going and these sisters are doing all this. And, and then, you, you, I'm preaching and they're still dancing in your mind. <laughs> I stood back there one Sunday and said, my God, I wouldn't be sitting back here with all these things going on. I need to move up front where I can see Jesus. I don't know what y'all are doing in the back. You need the blood. <laughs> My God. You need special grace to sit back there. So, you, you are distracted in so many ways that you miss things. You miss things. He kept telling them, I'll be crucified. But on the third day, I'll rise again. You see, had they believed it when it happened? 
They would have gone on their business. They'll be telling the Pharisees, you think you're doing something? Wait, we've got something for you. Three days from now, you will see something. No, instead they were traumatized. And they were behind closed doors, afraid. And we do the same thing. A simple bill is late. And the stress level goes through the roof. All of a sudden, you guys start fighting and arguing whose fault it was. And nobody said, come here, Bill. <laughs> In Jesus' name. We're not going to fight about it. The glory will pay it off. And while we are in, we declare right now, we will never be here again. That's a resurrection agent. You have to act out your faith. You're watching me carrying all kinds of things. You know, some people see me shouting and dancing and praising and preaching. And they think, you don't have any problems, you know. He's an apostle. Watch. Didn't you see the spaceship arrive this morning? He went through your neighborhood and landed and just dropped me off. I came from heaven. <laughs> I, have, I have no problems. <laughs> yeah. That's how people think. No, it's faith. Hmm? When I told you I had to buy a brick pad for $83,000, did you see me coming in here panicking or trying to raise money from you? No, I just mentioned it and just believe God. Amen. That plan was fixed long ago. We've already been on two glory falls. Amen. I told you I learned from Brother Copeland. He said, uh, he told his partners, I'm not depending on you to fund me. No, it's my seed that is funding me. Amen. I am sowing seeds. Amen. And God, according to the covenant he gave me in Mark 4, 26, he said, that's the way the kingdom of God operates. A man puts a seed in the ground. This seed will sprout, grow up, bear fruit. The man has no idea how God got it done. Yeah. And I latched on to it. So, so long as I have seed in the ground, my faith is intact. I know God will deliver. Yeah. Right. Things don't happen overnight. That's why I, I, I share testimonies to encourage you. I know that I have to raise the dead for some of you to shout at my testimonies. But what, what was, eh? How, how do you get there? We were here one Sunday, and a representative of KCM showed up. You remember? Who invited him? So we need to come check him out. Why me? Of all the churches in Atlanta. Hey. It's the altar that's bringing them. You see how these things happen? From the altar. You are chasing nothing. You are chasing him. Who sits upon the throne. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm going to keep leaving it in front of you. And one day, you'll be convinced. Uh, and let God use the foolish things to confound 
the wise. So what people are busy texting, Facebooking, Snapchatting, Instagramming, and all these things my name is on, and I look at them, I say, I don't have time for this. My I'm talking in tongues and reading my word. I don't have time for all of them stuff. It's not going to get me anywhere. I have 10 million people following me. It's not going to get me to my destiny. Hallelujah. What will get me to my destiny is that I behold his face. He will blow on me and my light will burst out of obscurity. I said, let them keep texting and carrying on. Because any new thing happens, everybody rushes in and thinking that's what will make them. No, I got the old time religion. <laughs> it don't change with the times. I mean, I'm reading my Bible. I say, how is that possible? John the Baptist went out to the wilderness. He, he didn't even... He didn't even dress right. He said his, uh, his attire was a linen, uh, uh, leather, leather girdle and whatever he had on. And it was out in the wilderness. He says, until the time of his revelation to Israel. You see, that's what this generation don't know. Everybody has that time. But your time comes when you have found God in the secret place. Beloved, it looks like a week of testimonies of God's glory and grace. I love the scripture in the book of Romans. You say, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? He said that the Father will give us all things freely. So long as we get Jesus, his gift, first. So if you haven't beheld Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, why are you frustrating the grace of God and frustrating yourself? He says everything comes with him. That's why you spend time until you find him. That's why you spend time reading your word, praying, waiting on him. And Jesus said in John 14, if you receive my word and keep my word. He says, you are showing me that you love me and my father will love you. Watch, and I will come to you and manifest myself with him. When he manifests himself to you, he said the Father will give you everything with him. But if you haven't received him, nothing is happening from year to year. That's why we declare this year the year of supernatural, spiritual breakthrough. Now, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit added another one. I saw they just attached it. And notable miracles. <laughs> notable miracles. Yes. So stop running up and down. Stop texting, Facebooking, 
Snapchatting, Instagramming. I mean, I got on them words <laughs> and spent time reading his word. He says, we with an open face. We don't have a closed face like the Jews still under the law. We've come into the grace of God, into the light of his countenance. He said, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord. The word of God is the mirror, is the glass. We keep reading until the, the, the glory of God started appearing. Let me give a practical example. Yesterday I was, I just had an unction to meditate on Proverbs 3. I could quote it, but it doesn't matter. So I opened my Bible and started reading it again. And I got to this place, he said, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established it. I said, wait a minute. You mean all the things God created was done by wisdom? And I'm claiming to have the wisdom of God? And I've created nothing. I've manifested nothing. Hey, I felt sorry for myself. And I felt sorry for my generation running up and down. The wisdom, he said that Jesus Christ was made unto us. Number one, wisdom. I felt so challenged. And now all my prayer meditation is now focused on that one thing. Until the wisdom of God enters my heart to create things, to manifest things. You see how he comes to you. So I will come to you and I will manifest myself to you. It's all in the mirror. He says, beholding us in a glass, the mirror, the glory of God. He said, we are changed into the same image. And until you, you stay with the word of God and then these things begin to happen to you, you won't be transformed. You won't connect with this realm. You won't know these things. Stop shouting prayers at God. Pay attention to what he said and start fellowshipping with him. Oh, I'm going to be challenging even our church with these things. Yes. Hey, how impoverished have you been? Even you, pastor. How impoverished have you been? What have you created? What have you manifested? What has understanding established that is solid? That's why I know my covenants, my resurrection covenant, and I can teach it, I live by it. Hey, I testify of it. But many people are in ministry and don't know anything about these things and don't have the humility to come and learn from me. But I will keep living by them and, and it will go high as God teaches me. Oh, I see I'm way over time. But be blessed. Hallelujah. Receive grace. And may what we are sharing open your eyes and show you why you need to connect with resurrection. Let the partners arise and support the voice of resurrection. Amen. God bless you. We love you. See you tomorrow.